Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. What's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday, a new weekly show created by Latinos, giving you the newest trending news in the world and how it can impact our people, our community. So what we're going to hit on today, we're going to hit on Elon Musk rebranding Twitter into brand X. We're also going to hit on uh, Florida is becoming an emerging hub for Bitcoin mining operations. And we're also going to hit on uh, why it's, it's important to have a quality inner circle. They say your net worth is your network. So um, yeah, we're going to hit on these these phenomenal topics. But before we do, as always, my co-host, Jeremiah, how you living today, bro? How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Happy to be here. Good topics, always, per usual. Yeah. Hopefully everything's good with you, man. Blessing. Well, man, it's funny because uh, we'll, we'll hop into it. You know, I just came back from Houston. Shout out to Houston. Had a phenomenal time out there. Was out there recording some podcast episodes, enjoying the city with my wife. And really want to give, I want to take this this moment to give a huge shout out to our brother, Carlos, who has been on Wealth Wednesday, and I know he's going to listen to this episode, and he's going to, well, I actually recorded a podcast episode with him as well, so that's going to come out pretty soon. Look out for that. But just want to give a huge shout out to him because this really ties into why it's important to have a quality inner circle. Like my man's just went above and beyond to make sure I had that hospitality, make sure I was good down there. And um, I mean, man, bro, like, I'm not, I won't put him on the spot and say everything he was doing, but he was there recording the podcast and he was like my audio engineer, my video engineer getting uh behind the scene footage. I mean, he was doing everything. Like he was in it. <laughs> I'm like, who hired him? But um, no, shout, shout out to Carlos and some of the other things he did as well. Uh, much appreciated. But you know, that on the way back home, that got me thinking like, yo, it's so important to have quality people in your circle. Um, not just not just the right people, not just the people that are going to make you feel comfortable, but the people that are going to help you get to where you want to be in life, that are going to help you reach your goals, right? And, the you know, it's just, man, I'm just super grateful and full of gratitude for him and, you know, people like Jeremiah and some other people in my life that that they just want to see you win. It's not the crab in the buckets mentality where they're trying to pull you down. Like, yo, if, if Chris wins, I win. If Jeremiah wins, I win. It, that, that's the mentality that we have. And I think it's so important to, again, surround yourself that you surround yourself with people that you're going to have a good time with, but also that they're going to push you to be great and to, to do better. Right. So I know Jeremiah is a perfect example of someone that's always holding me accountable and, like, yo, how can we get better? Or how can how can you elevate? And that's what you need. That's those are the type of people that you need in your circle. So talk to me, man. Like what how do you how do you feel about, you know, having a quality circle? And I also want to hit on like, yo, for the people out there that don't have that quality circle, how can they surround themselves with those people and get in that circle? Well, first and foremost, shots out to Carlos, right? Because my man's always holds it down. Great guy. Want to um, give him that shout out for for taking care of Chris, man, while he was out there. H-Town is home 
So I know there's a lot you can get into in H Town. He made sure yeah. you stay on the right path. So shouts out to yeah. him. Um, but it is extremely essential to you in the development of you as a man or woman, right? You as a person to have solid individuals around you. So they said that there are three things, right, in your life that are going to help determine the quality of your life or where you go. Number one is uh, the books you read, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. We talk about books all the time. Number two is the meetings you attend, right, or seminars. You could say self-development, mm -hmm. things like that, the meetings you attend. And number three is the associations that you hold. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the associations that you're holding, hopefully those are people that are going to push you to be better than where you're at today. Mm -hmm. And Chris always talk about the 1% improvement. Hopefully that person is pushing you to get that one extra percent. When you feel that you can't do it, they believe in you and they're telling you that you can do it. Right. And then hopefully there's someone also that's going to hold you accountable when you don't make it or when you make a decision, maybe that could be contrary to what you believe or, or contrary to your morals. Usually they know you're better than that. And they'll call you out be like, Hey bro, you should come on. What are we doing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. A good friend and a good person that's in your inner circle, a good brother, a good sister, they're going to call you out. Now, it's up to you to accept the constructive criticism and then use it appropriately, right? That, But that that's another subject. But mm -hmm. uh, in the inner circle, there should be people that aren't yes men in your inner circle. Mm -hmm. Very important. Very important. Um, no, I love that. And, you know, for me, I feel like something that I struggled with early on is so I've always had that mentality of being a lone wolf. And I think there's seasons where you can have that mentality and I think it's good, right? But I think most of my life I've had that that thought process just because I moved around a lot and, you know, trust issues and whatnot. But um, it was a point where I wanted to be, I wanted a quality circle. Like I wanted a group of guys that I can lean on. And like, I remember going to, um, in college, going to have sushi with a group of guys like it was five of them and they had invited me to tag along with them. And I just remember just like kind of sitting on the edge of the table and just, just look at them like, man, this is so dope. Like a group of guys going to college, you know, investing in their careers, you know, just being positive. I'm like, man, I want that. Right. And I think what's important not to get caught up in is wanting to join other people's table, wanting to join other people's group. Right. I think sometimes it could work, but for me, it's been beneficial to create your own table, to create your own group of people, right? And I, I know we we see it all the time, like, yo, if I can just, I think I've told Jeremiah, like, I, if I can just get in the room with this person and be around them and rock with this celebrity, rock with this influencer, we can make all types of money. But most, more times than often, you're better off building with the people that are around you, that got the same mentality as you that believe in you, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. There's people that you may want to build with so bad, but your morals and principles just don't align. You know what I'm saying? So that's if those, I, that's if your people, that's if your mentality is where you should be, because if everybody, 100%. if you don't have a solid mentality and people that have your same mentality, you need to get out of that group. You need to get into a mentality of people that are going to challenge you and want you to level up. So that depends on where your mentality is at, but I feel you. I, I, if you're already positive and you're on that, you're on that path or however, whatever, then yeah, you definitely want people that have the same, that same frequency, right? That same mentality. A hundred percent. I was going to say, and 
in order for you to get to that point, you got to be working on yourself yes. to get in these rooms, to get around these people. For me to have these conversations with Jeremiah Carlos, I had to have been working on myself all my life or else when, when these conversations, I wouldn't be ready for these conversations. I wouldn't be ready to receive what they have uh, to give to me or to impute in me, right? I had to have been working on myself every single day and elevating myself to get myself in those circles. I agree. And I think that people, sometimes they uh, they move they move in various circles. And a lot of times, we talked about this several times, it keeps coming up, but the survivor's remorse, that yeah. plays a factor into who's in your inner circle as well, right? Like, think about it. Sometimes you elevate and you get to a different place and maybe you got to a new job or you're going to a better school or you're hanging around some friends that maybe have some some more ambition and goals than what you were what you grew up with. And you feel a certain type of way. You feel like you sold out or, you know, that, that so that stuff is that survivor's remorse. And you have to deal with that and manage that and understand that you deserve right to be in a place where. Uh, where you're be, where you're being poured into, because if you're pouring into people, people should be pouring into you. One hundred percent. And I love that. Um, no, definitely. So I, I love that you brought up. So you said the books, the seminars, the rooms that you're getting into and then the people that you surround yourself with. You said it elevates you in life or what What did you specifically say? I said if you want to reach a certain level of elevation, yep. Lot, right? Yep. if you want to get to that next level. Last week, we talked about luminal space, right? So if you want to get to a place where you're getting out of that transitional space and you're elevating to that next level, those are the three things that are going to be super essential to doing that. No, 100%. And I mean, it. I'll be honest with y'all. It may not be, for some people, it may be easy, but for some people, it may not be easy, right? I know for Jeremiah, he's he's quick to cut people loose, but there's some people out there. <laughs> it's true. There's some people out there that, you know, they just been growing up with these people all their life. They may be in their 30s. You know, I went to high school, college with y'all. Like, we drink every weekend. If you try to remove yourself from that circle, you don't think they're going to look at you sideways. You don't think you're going to get some type of, you know. So just know there is going to be a level of of being uncomfortable doing that, right? It's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult, especially if you've been the same way your whole life and you're comfortable with these people, um, you know, it, it's going to be ta- it's going to be really challenging. It will be. And that's OK. You know, this is just part of the yeah. challenge. Part of that challenge is understanding that it's going to be a challenge and being OK with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Love that. Speaking of challenge, mm. that boy, that boy, Elon Musk is just, you know, he's just he's been trying to hit the gym. You know what I'm saying? You see the picture of, of, of Mark Zuckerberg where, you know, Two UFC champions. He ain't on Mark. He ain't on Mark's level, man. <laughs> no, he's not. He's I'm, not, not. I'm not trying to be like that. I love Elon Musk. Like I'm not a big Mark Zuckerberg fan. I'm more of an Elon fan, but he he ain't seeing Mark right now. <laughs> no, no, not in the not in the ring for sure. So Elon Musk is rebranding Twitter into Brand X. Twitter has officially rebranded to X. Yes, the letter X, just X. After owner Elon Musk changed its iconic bird logo Monday, making the latest major shift since his takeover of the social media platform. And you guys know Twitter has been renowned with the bird logo. It's been synonymous with Twitter and he changed it to X. He changed the website, I think, to X.com. I think their headquarters, they've been they were taking down the Twitter logo like they they're not playing around. It's out. I think if you even look up the app on, on um, 
you know what I'm saying? The app store, it's just X now. So uh, Elon Musk tweeted, this is what he said about the app. He said, Sunday that led to the idea of changing the letter to X was to embody the imperfection in all of us that makes us unique. That's what he said. So, yeah, man, this is crazy. I was just telling Jeremiah before the call, like I, I've never seen a company like this personally just make so many dramatic changes, like buying a company, then backing out and then buying it and then laying people off. And then I don't know, man, this is crazy to me. Like I was telling Jeremiah before the call, I feel like Elon Musk right now is being very reactive instead of being that innovative, innovative person that he is. Right. He's yep. kind of reacting to threads and what, you know, Instagram doing over there. He wants to, you know, play catch up, I guess, or whatever the case is. But what are your thoughts on this, bro? First and foremost, um, he always said this was probably maybe five or six months ago. You and I had talked about it, but um, and then I had talked about it again on another on a podcast that I was on. But basically, he's been wanting to make this change. And yeah. X is. His thought process of making it the full service app. Um, if you guys don't know, obviously, Elon Musk was a part of the PayPal mafia, helped to create mm -hmm. uh, PayPal, take it to the level that it was, which is the payment service, uh, first of its kind back then. And so he wants to integrate things like that into Twitter, um, integrate it into SpaceX as well. So there's multiple different facets of things. I'm pretty sure that um, X is going to go into every uh, Tesla Right. Mm -hmm. And so there'll be some functionality and things that you could get exclusive content or something you could get in your car with X. So he's I, I know he's he's been working on this. So this for is sure. For sure. Um, obviously, the timing has to do with threads. It's weird. Yeah. The, like we he wasn't planning to come out with it now. He sped it up. Right. <laughs> uh, because of because of thread. But. It's weird because we were talking about how threads actual numbers went down. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool, but. Probably didn't have to do it. Probably could have left it Twitter because there's something to be said for, you know, the actual recognition of a brand. Mm -hmm, right. Rebranding sure. something sometimes can cost you quite a bit because sometimes people just know something by the by the, you know, the logo. A hundred percent. If I throw you a swoosh, you know, that's Nike. It doesn't for matter sure. where, however, whatever, however. Right. You know, that's a Nike shoe. They don't even have to write Nike on it. Right. You know, that's mm -hmm. a Nike. It's the same thing with Twitter. The blue bird, you knew that was Twitter related, right? It's Twitter. And so X is going to take some time to do some rebranding. I think that was a piece of why he wanted to do it. He got rid of all these people. Um, but he is being reactionary. Um, and, and I'll say this again, America is most, we progress the most mm -hmm. when our billionaires, when these guys, these, these, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, captains of industry, when they're forward thinking, America benefits the most, right? When their brains are in thinking about that next level, America is progressing. And that just helps us worldwide, our stance worldwide. And there's a lot going on with the dollar and stuff. So we need them locked in. So I'm saying it like Elon, Twitter mm -hmm. alone. You left it alone yeah. once you went back to Tesla and SpaceX. You started focusing in, you were locked in, stuff was good. Go back to that. Just let. Mm -hmm. Um, the new she, they just got a new CEO for Twitter. Well, X, right? And so let her do it. You guys sit together and talk, and then you go back and do Tesla. Stick to your mm -hmm. wheelhouse. That's what I'll say. I can see him going back to Twitter. Nah, you don't think so? Nah, nah. why I, not? 
Um, I think there's because he wants to build that all in one app. He does, but I think that I think that there's some some contingencies with his stock and things like that that the board of Tesla has mm-hmm. implemented. I think he can't have a leave of absence. I don't know this. This is not me saying this like I know for sure. But I believe that there are some contingencies that were put in place based upon the last performance, the stock performance and what it did mm-hmm. to the stock overall and even his overall net worth. Right. His overall him as a brand. Elon's brands were hurt when he was focusing on Twitter, throwing sinks out and firing people and stuff. It's just a show. And so let someone else run that show and you focus on the things that are actually going to you know, progress mankind, which is getting us to mars and and building mars like those things are important it's very important and so you should focus on those type things um yeah and and i'm pretty sure the board of tesla although he's the owner and stuff i i'm I'm almost 100 sure there was some stuff that was put into you know into action no it's interesting you brought up the brand perspective of it like when you again you think of the bird you think of the word when you even think of like a written text or written form of content on social media think of twitter right like you're watching nba finals or you're watching ufc fights and what pops up in the corner a tweet from Dwayne wade or a tweet from so and so so it is interesting how that brand it's going to be rebranded and like are they gonna are some of these big platforms going to start integrating threads on there you know x is still is it going to be you know what i'm saying i think it's going to be interesting to see um but what I wanted to uh, ask is, have you have you messed around with WeChat? I've never actually downloaded the, the app before. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. So um, as as we mentioned, X wants to be that all in one platform, kind of like WeChat. So if you guys don't know what WeChat is, basically a social media payment processor. Um, you can message people. You can call people all on this one app, it's and it's mainly yeah, you, it's mainly used in countries like China and mm-hmm. I think India as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, very interesting. Something but else that was large user base, man. Yeah, no, it's bro. That's billions of people. <laughs> yeah, um, like almost three billion people between. Yeah, two. yep. I was also gonna say that they are limiting the main the the number of daily direct messages unverified users can send on Twitter or X now. And in, in order for you to get unlimited direct messages, you need to sign up for their subscription. Listen, and you know what's that? You, you know why that? You know why they're doing that, right? That's the off. That's the offset. Remember, mm-hmm. they just started paying people. Hundred so percent. But I heard off- that. They, but you know what's crazy about that? I heard they wasn't paying people anything. They ain't. Like, it's, it's it's like like fractions. Like very things it's 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 like it's like it's basically like um i think it was like a million hits or a million clicks and it gets you like was it like eight dollars or something like it was something Bro, i think i think it might be like eight cents to be oh, honest eight cents. okay i, I think it was, it was like eight crazy. cents bro i knew it was something crazy because there like, is there is somebody whoa. that over the course of six months he had got $79,000. Yeah, but it was like 800 million 800 impressions. Million. Yeah, 850 million impressions or something. Like, bro, that's yeah. like, yeah, come yeah. on. That's like yeah. 0.01% of creators are ever going to get that And then much. what are they charging for the verify services? What is it, 14? 
12 a month. Is that what Twitter's charging? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And that's, well, that's what I know Meta's doing that or something. They got like $14 or I something. Have to, I have to verify that, but, but I think it's, I think it's like 14. It's offset then. Like literally with one person. <laughs> it's not. So I'm just saying. <laughs> right. In their, one person. In their, in their mind, they're like, oh, well, we could do this because we're paying people. And that's what they're going to backdoor with. Mm-hmm. Well, we're making you, we're charging you to get access to unlimited, right? But but you could get paid. Just get your, you know, so, yeah. Bro, that, that's, not smart, that, that's just going to mm-hmm. push more people to threads. Threads is just sitting there waiting. And even yeah, though their um, usage, right? I, if you look at the report, their usage dropped. I mean, you get you get a billion people on it. It don't really matter. Mm-hmm. It could drop. You're still going to be mm-hmm. winning. So mm. crazy. So that I, I man, it's crazy. So let's let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, we want to squeeze in this last topic. Yeah. Uh, Florida is an emerging hub for Bitcoin mining operations to really flourish. And if you guys know, a lot of companies, especially the digital asset companies, are leaving states like California, the yeah. Pacific Northwest. Washington um, and New York to go to more tax friendly states such as Florida and you get that beautiful weather. Right. Um, But also these, these companies are going out there because of Florida reliable energy grids and it's increasing leadership in sustainable energy. So uh, I love to, I really want to know your thoughts about this because you, you've been in crypto for a minute. You know what I'm saying? You study this a lot. Um, in the article, if I'm not mistaken, they were kind of saying that Bitcoin mining is actually not detrimental to the environment. Did I catch that right? They said, or that. were they? Were they, they? Okay, that's what they just said. Because no, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I've always known like Bitcoin mining is, you know, kind of, you know, bad for the environment. But they were saying carbon. the opposite. It's carbon heavy. Yeah, yeah, talk to us, bro. Um. So usual mining is very carbon heavy, obviously. That's that's what we were talking about. Um, and the actual energy uh, that it takes in computing space and stuff that it takes for you to do these type of things is is it can get it can get right, it can get to a certain place. Because if I house these type of machines and CPUs as necessary to do the mining, that goes in the building. The building has lights, the building, what type mm-hmm. of energy, right? And so these are the things that you th- that you have to think about. Now, if you run it off solar, that's a whole different thing. But that's another part of why also an additional right benefit to you going to Florida. If I'm housing Bitcoin mining stations in New York, you're only getting so much time throughout the year that the weather is allowing you. 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's I mean, like, it, just keep it just, I mean, Florida is literally called a sunshine state. I lived yeah. there for like five years, loved it, loved the weather, loved Florida. Um and California obviously gets a lot of sunshine, but with the taxes, but the taxes are crazy. So you yeah. can't afford it. And so you move to Texas or you move to Arizona, Nevada, uh, Florida. But Florida's favorable, not only because of um, the seasons and, and you know, sun and things like that. So you can use that energy, but also because of the taxes. And then also a lot of the financial sectors that were headquartered in New York have moved to Florida. And so now what's created in Florida, it's been a during COVID, that's when a lot of them moved and they stayed. And so now what you have is a very financially savvy group of people, you know, in the, like the central area of Florida, mm-hmm. right? That Tampa over to like, you know, that area. Like if you just mm-hmm. drew a straight line to the top and then drop down to Miami, like from there down, there's quite a few people 
Um, and there's a lot, and there's a lot of very fiscally responsible people that are there, and they know what to do with money. Mm-hmm. And investment banks, Goldman Sachs moved down there. Um, there's a few others, and and it's 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 smart. It makes more sense to do it in Florida. Also, also on the back end, you know, mm-hmm. DeFi is the craziest thing. All that's the craze, right? Chris, tell me what you think about this. Remember, we talked about the the laws that got in place, right, for making it illegal to have immigrants that are working at your at your job, or they're going to mm-hmm. find you, possibly arrest mm-hmm. you, right? <clears throat> so imagine this: Bitcoin mining facilities moving down there, and if they can find something that's carbon neutral, some of them have found a way to get pretty close. They're hiring some of those immigrants, and so imagine if you have well, how Bit- are they how are they hiring them if it's illegal? Who do you? How do you pay Bitcoin? They pay that. Ah, uh, gotcha. We got a smart man here. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going, bro. So, this is just you know, and so just think about it. It's already off the grid, not totally off the grid, but you know, Bitcoin. You yeah, see, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin yeah. is not. It's not centrally controlled. And so, if mm-hmm. that being the case, I can pay you in Bitcoin, right? Or I can pay pay in Bitcoin and change it over to whatever wallet. I can send it directly to your wallet. Right. Very interesting. And Very so interesting. think about that. Of the 800,000 immigrants that are out there, if I find something that's carbon neutral and I can then in turn maybe um, have excess energy or something from the computing services or create some way to where, right, there's an additional few jobs or things that correspond with those Bitcoin mining facilities, that's jobs for people. It's oh, yeah, jobs. I was going to say it's job and it's education as well, because now if you're getting paid in Bitcoin, you got to kind of figure out what this is, how to receive it and how to send it. And that's going to open up. I mean, maybe we're thinking kind of 10 steps ahead here, but now you're figuring out like, okay, there's Bitcoin out there, there's Ethereum out there, there's XRP. Like what are all these different tokens? Let me educate myself on these things, right? You know, you got countries in Central America that are potentially looking to unite with El Salvador because what they're doing with Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, what if you can send money to your family like that? You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I'm and I'm with that. I mean, El Salvador has been one of the success stories, right? And I feel like over in Europe, there are going to be quite a few um, other countries that are coming. Just yeah. watch it. That, that'll be on the wings now. I mean, and the U.S. is obviously moving towards that. People now calling like BlackRock CEO is like, Fink is like, you know, that's the next wave, right? Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the finance of the future. So- it's coming. Um, and I think that people should just, I think that that's an answer. And then they're like, well, how would they change it into fiat? Well, remember, we talked about um, the banking service, right? That specifically mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. So you connect those two. And if they accept Bitcoin, boom, there you go. Well, I'm, I need I'm just connecting yeah. the dots for everybody, man, trying to help. No, no, 100%. I do have one question. This is like unrelated to this, but why, you know, for a minute, I think you couldn't buy XRP in New York, or there were some coins that you couldn't specific, or there were some apps you couldn't download in New York. Why was that the case? Because New York's specific financial sector, number one, Wall Street's there, right? Number two is New York, um, If when you're in the financial space, like where we're at, um, where I'm at with my, with my company, you have to have specific licenses for New York. Mm. Their state laws, state regulations and things are totally different from everybody else. It makes it mm-hmm. very difficult to do business in New York, so much so that most financial uh, companies, insurance companies, things like that, they don't do business in New York. That's mm-hmm. the reason. 
it's special, like there's special regulations and things that they have in place to make it harder for you, for the government not to have their hand in your pocket, basically. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, love it. Great episode. You know, if you guys found any of this informative, interesting, if you learned anything, please do us a favor. As always, share this episode with three people at least that need to hear this podcast. We come on here every single week. We prep, we put in the time, we put in the work to give you guys a quality product. And all we ask is that you guys just receive the information, apply it, and then share it with somebody. That's it. So if you could do that for us, that would really mean the world. If it's this episode, an interview or past episode, share it with somebody. And we appreciate you as always from the Latin Wealth family. Catch you guys next week. Peace.